to thank the worship team for leading us in worship. It's great to join our voices together to praise God, and even on a special praise day for the Lord. You know, today we want to acknowledge our nation's Thanksgiving holiday. And you know, churches are an extremely valuable, important part of our nation's makeup. I mean, where would our nation be without Christians and without the church? And we know at this time that our nation's in a bit of a turmoil, isn't it? Uh, We see the sharp divisions, the deep divides. We see those strong emotions. We see threats. We see violence. Uh, A a significant measure of fear. And then add to that the the COVID coronavirus. So how can the church be a source of good as we enter this particular Thanksgiving Christmas season? Well, I found that the Bible says it depends on what we choose to wear as Christians, what we choose as our guiding rule, what we allow our message to be, and by whose authority we act. So we'll be in Colossians chapter 3 this morning in verses 12 through 17. As we look at that, that may sound a little bit complex, but it's all really in one short passage of Scripture. And when we look at that Scripture, we'll see how the message will put it all together and make it a lot simpler to understand. So we're in Colossians chapter 3, starting at verse 12. We'll look at verses 12 to 14 at the beginning. Colossians 3.12 says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, and that's what we asked, how can we Christians help during this time? Therefore, as God's chosen people... Holy and dearly loved, we're holy because we belong to Christ. Clothe yourselves, there's the outfit, with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Kind of the opposite of what we see going on in some places, right? This makes us stand out quite a bit. And then we continue. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. So we are forgiven sinners uh, told to forgive others who sin against us. And over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity. Makes for a pretty good wardrobe, doesn't it? It's called caring for each other, isn't it? It's humility. It's gentleness. It's using patience. It's forgiving others as Christ has forgiven us. You know, whenever you have this thought toward others, and then somebody reminds you, Well, you know, Christ has forgiven you. Don't you hate that? 
That's what we need to do, right? We need to remember that Christ has forgiven us. And then maybe the overcoat or the, the wrapping of it all is love. And you know, love is doing what is best for the other person. You know, we, we try to make it, or society tries to make it this feeling, and then when it's gone, you just move on to somebody else. That's not love. Love is doing what's best for the other person. And a lot of times that means sacrificing your own wants or, or needs or whatever to do something for somebody else. It's thinking outside of ourselves. And you know, uh, if you would ask people what the opposite of love is, I think a lot of times you get the answer, hate. But really, as I've been in the scriptures, it seems like a better opposite of love is selfishness. Since love is doing what's best for the other, selfishness keeps us from loving others. So there is our choice of clothing. And that will make us a good example for others during this holiday season. Gentleness, humility, love. And now in verse 15, <clears throat> here's our guiding rule. It says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you know, the church, local churches and the whole church across the, across the globe, since as members of one body, the body of Christ, you were called to peace and be thankful. Christ has given us forgiveness of sin. He's given us peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, His death on the cross and His resurrection. And in that peace, we relate to each other. We have received the peace of God, which... There can be no better peace. And now we relate to each other. So the aspect which is to guide us as a local body of Christ is the peace of Christ. I don't know how much we think of that. It doesn't seem to be like when you think of being a Christian, do you think, I have the peace of Christ? That's a good thing to keep reminding ourselves, I think. It's actually our calling from God, it says, since as members of one body, you were called to peace. So it's our calling to be members of one body and to you know, walk in that peace and share that peace. We're joined together in one body through the peace of Christ. And that has to do with the outfit we wear, that we are told to wear. Compassion, kindness, humility, patience, forgiveness, and love. You know, if, <clears throat> if we can just reflect on what Christ has done and accept that peace, it's a mental, you know, acknowledgement and submission. If we can accept that peace and walk in that peace, our lives will be so much more peaceful, of course, but so much less stressful, so much less worried about you know, who thinks what, what should I, you know, it's, it's just you're walking in the peace of Christ because Christ has already determined our eternity if we have come to him and accepted his forgiveness and turned to him to follow him. And then he adds at the end there, and be thankful. Now, you know, he's telling us some 
rather difficult things to live by. You know, to live by gratefulness and to live by, you know, humility and kindness and gentleness and all of that. And that, that's, that's hard to do. It requires unselfishness and concern for others. And then he adds, and be thankful. I think at times that could mean don't be grumpy. Don't be resentful. Rather, serve each other, give for each other, sacrifice for each other, and be thankful that God has accepted us into his eternal family as fully forgiven sinners. And that's that peace. That thankfulness will put a whole different mindset, a whole different outlook into our minds and into our local body of Christ. If we walk around always being thankful, this way we can be lights in the darkness. You know, thankfulness will drive out resentfulness. And it'll drive out grumpiness. And it'll drive out just daily people having to put up with us, and it's, it's a burden. Thankfulness, when you're around thankful people, you're just amazed that they're always thankful. But that's that peace of Christ that can do that. Now look at verse 16. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through, I almost want to say palms, but it's psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. So now we're operating by the message of Christ. Message of Christ being like the the atmosphere, the workings of how we uh, go through life with the message of Christ. It's it's that which we live and breathe, the message of Christ, the message that teaches us and shapes us and carries us, excuse me, and colors us. The message of Christ, you know, his love for us, his sacrifice for us, his help for us, it is rich in us, and it flows in us, and it should fill our hearts and influence us and fill our minds and can transform our whole lives and make us wholly different people that we reflect Christ to others with that peace and that message that he gives. And it's the teachings that we hear from the scriptures. <clears throat> it's the encouragements that we give one another from Christ. It's our worship like we did this morning. That's the message of Christ. And we sing to God, it says there, through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And you know, thankful people, they just live on a different plane, don't they? People that are thankful all the time. Kind of makes you mad, doesn't it? But we want to try to get there ourselves, don't we? And here again, we see that it is thankfulness. You know, thankfulness, like I said, it's the opposite of resentment. It's the opposite of blaming others. When we blame others, it's kind of like we just take our responsibility and just shove it off as we blame others. Then we just sit 
and our sourness. But if we're thankful, and we can see even when we go through bad things, that we're thankful to God. You know, we're so thankful for Rachel, and God has, God has, has helped her, even though she's been through a horrible circumstance. And we're thankful for the Geislin family who are trusting in Christ and, and plowing through that. And who would you rather spend time with? Thankful people or resentful people? That's something we can always think about, keep in mind. And now we come to whose authority are we living by and doing things in? Whose authority? You know, um, before I read that, during this election season, it, it just kind of came to me in a strong way. Uh, when, when the media talk about, you know, what is going on in our nation, and during this presidential uh, election year, you hear people often talking about, when they're speaking politically, you hear of things being done in this president's administration. You know, this is from the Trump administration. This is from Obama's administration. This is from Bush's administration. You know, they, they tie a lot to the president on, on how things are happening in our nation. <clears throat> but just about everything is labeled as being in part of a president's administration. And with that in mind, look at this verse here in verse 17, this teaching here. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, whether in your talking or your action, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. All in the name of the Lord Jesus. So no matter how much we like or dislike this president or that president or way back to that president, they brought a whole political system with all of their influence and all of their their speeches and all the people they brought into their administration, according to their party affiliation, according to their beliefs and principles that really affected the nation. Well, as Christians, whatever we do, whether in word or deed, we are to do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the administration we're bringing in, right? That we are followers of Christ. And we live by his principles. We live by his teachings of loving one another. And then, again, it says at the end there, giving thanks to God the Father through him. <clears throat> Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in the word or deed, giving thanks to God. So here's where it really stands. We are living in this time of chaos and turmoil and even panic because of the virus. But we operate under a higher administration. We are under the administration of Jesus Christ. No president, no world leader has ever come close to that. So we are on a higher level as far as just, not in a proud way, in a humble way, but that we follow the king the eternal king of the universe. And in that, we are, it, it just seems kind of ironic here or 
backwards, but we are clothed being a part of such a high calling, yet we are clothed in humility and kindness and compassion, with the overcoat holding it all together being love, which brings unity. And our guiding rule is the peace of Jesus Christ. His peace in our hearts unifies us. And then for that, it says we are thankful. Our message is the message of Christ, which entails the wisdom of God found in his word and in our interaction with each other. And our song is our praise to God with thankful hearts. And the name under which we do all these things is the matchless name of Jesus Christ. It is his administration. You know, we are part of the eternal kingdom of God, and we're just like the other churches that preach Christ. <clears throat> we're part of his administration, and we are just kind of glimpses of what's coming with the kingdom of God that's going to last for eternity and will be much better than what we're seeing now. But we're little glimpses of that. And we, hopefully we can attract people to that life because of the peace we have and the love we show. It's his administration, and it's in his name we speak and act. And we do it all giving thanks to God the Father through Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we do thank you for your great love. And we do thank you that we have all of this richness, even though it's hard for us to grasp it so, so often because we live so much in this world. So it's just a hard thing to completely live by something we can't see, but we feel and see each other, and we encourage each other to live this way, and your Holy Spirit carries us. So, Father, as we uh, go into this time of um, giving testimonies. We want to praise you with this and just lift up your name and remind ourselves as we tell each other the good things that have happened, we want to remind ourselves how great you are. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat>